This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. Vice President Kamala Harris called for an immediate temporary ceasefire in Gaza for at least six weeks. NPR's Franco Ordonez reports her comments were some of the strongest made by a top U.S. official about protecting civilians in Gaza. Speaking at an event for the anniversary of Bloody Sunday in Selma, Alabama, the vice president said the Israeli government had no more excuses. She said Israel must do more to significantly increase the flow of aid. They must open new border crossings and can't impose unnecessary restrictions on the delivery of aid. And given the immense scale of suffering in Gaza, there must be an immediate ceasefire. A six-week ceasefire is currently being negotiated that would allow for the release of Israeli hostages. President Biden has suggested a deal could be in place soon, but there are still a number of sticking points Israel and Hamas haven't agreed on. Franco Ordonez, NPR News. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley has won her first presidential primary election after losing the early contest to the GOP frontrunner, former President Donald Trump. According to a race call from the Associated Press, Haley won the Republican primary in Washington, D.C. This just ahead of Super Tuesday, when 15 states and one U.S. territory go to the polls to choose their nominee. NPR's Domenico Montanero has more. Trump is almost certain to be the nominee at this point. He's won all 10 of the contests that have taken place so far, and there's no sign that Nikki Haley can make a meaningful dent in his support given the demographics of the states voting on Super Tuesday and Every Republican nominee has won a majority of the states on Super Tuesday since the 1980s when this became a thing. NPR's Domenico Montanero reporting. A blizzard in the Sierra Nevada of Northern California has forced the closure of a major interstate for days, and more snow is on the way. Azul Dahlstrom Ekman from member station KQED has more. By Sunday afternoon, Sugar Bowl Ski Resort near Donner Pass on Interstate 80 has recorded more than seven feet of snow since the storm started on Thursday morning. A blizzard warning has been extended and a second storm is expected to begin Monday, bringing an additional one to two feet of snow to the area. With a brief lull in the storms, residents are trying to dig out as much as possible while they can. Brittany McLean is the store manager at South Lake Tahoe Ace Hardware. We're going to probably see an uptick in folks picking up ice melt, more shovels, the ice picks to try to help remove that ice and get back down to asphalt as soon as possible. Officials are still recommending against mountain travel. For NPR News, I'm Azul Dahlstrom Ekman in San Francisco. U.S. futures contracts are trading in mixed territory at this hour. You're listening to NPR News. In South Korea, tens of thousands of doctors took to the streets in protest. NPR's Anthony Kuhn reports a mass walkout by the nation's medical interns and residents has hobbled the nation's health care system, and it's about to enter its third week. The Korean Medical Association, or KMA, which organized the rally, said some 40,000 people converged on a park by the Han River, while the police say fewer than a quarter of that number came out. The doctors are protesting government plans to increase medical school enrollment quotas. They say the country has enough doctors, they're just underpaid and overworked. 
Police have raided the homes and offices of some KMA officials on suspicion of instigating the walkout. The government issued an ultimatum demanding doctors return to work or face penalties, though they promised not to punish doctors who returned to work by last Thursday. Very few doctors responded. Authorities set another deadline of Sunday, but that too has so far been ignored. Anthony Kuhn, NPR News, Seoul. Police in Berlin arrested two men today as part of a manhunt for members of a terrorist group that was active decades ago. NPR's Rob Schmitz has more. Police made two arrests in connection with the search for two fugitive terrorists for the so-called Red Army Faction, or RAF, a left-wing terrorist group that was active in the 1980s and 90s. The operation comes in the wake of the arrest of another RAF fugitive last week in Berlin. NPR's Rob Schmitz reporting. Asian markets are trading in mixed territory at this hour. The Nikkei in Japan up nearly 1 percent. The Hang Sang down two-tenths of a percent. I'm Janine Herbst, and you're listening to NPR News from Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch.